everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. Meaning, purpose, fate, destiny. These are things most people ponder every so often. And as I've gotten older, I think about them more than I used to. Statistically, I'm over halfway through my journey. And I feel like life really is fleeting which makes the important stuff seem that much more important. Matt Myers is on the other side of 50, and according to him, it took him that long to figure out why he's here. But now that he has, he's more motivated than ever to make things happen. And that's exactly what he's doing with his charity, So Many Angels. If you find yourself wondering about purpose and meaning and all the big stuff, remember that it's never too late to get it figured out. I know there's a lot of people out there that are thankful Matt did. So my name is Matt Myers. I was born over a half century ago in Washington, <laughs> D.C., and I grew up about 15 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. in the Maryland suburbs. And it was, it was kind of neat growing up in the D.C. area because everything was always there, even though I never visited all the monuments all the, you know, the White House. We did the tours as kids in elementary school and mm. I never went back as an adult except for the Air and Space Museum because that was my favorite. Yeah. But there was uh, one time, we, like we played recreational softball leagues as an adult on the Washington, on the National Mall. So we were playing one morning on the, at the base of the Washington Monument. We're playing a softball game and Marine One, the president's helicopter, is taking off across the street we were kind of so jaded, we didn't even stop playing you know, to watch. But I was watching families like stop at intersections yeah. and just like their, their mouths were just hanging open, like, oh my God, showing their little kids like that's the president's helicopter. Yeah. And I imagine, I like to look at people and imagine stories behind whatever's going on sure. and just thinking, wow, this family might be from Iowa and never come back here. Yeah, that's it. But they got to see the president's helicopter take mm -hmm. off and how cool is that? Mm -hmm. So just try to find, trying to find the joy in things like that, where, you know, just watch people smile, what makes them smile. And it's just, you know, even if it's not the story that's in my head, the real story, but that's okay. Still it sounds like that's a big piece of who you are. I, I think it's gotten there somehow. I don't know whatever, whatever has happened when I was younger, all throughout my childhood, great childhood, great parents, it's gotten me to right where I need to be right at this point. And I think it was kind of right around when I turned 50, uh, there was a switch that went off somewhere in Is that right? my, my mind or body. It was like, you know what? I don't care about some things anymore. Is it going to matter in five minutes? Mm. Am I going to get upset about something? Is it going to matter in five seconds if somebody cuts me off? The rest of the day, do I really want to be worried about that guy in the Camaro that cut me off? I got other things I need to do. So you were more tightly wound before? Not not really, but even even I didn't consider I I was pretty laid back even before, but now it's like I really don't care. Cut me off. That's fine. <laughs> Nothing. It's I'm not gonna chase you down. I will get my butt kicked. Would you have fight. done that before though? Never. 
Never, but I might have beeped the horn right, or you have given, a, given a special salute yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. A little or, finger comes up. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, maybe maybe not ride the brake as much and come up. But it's just, to me, it's pointless. There's so much uh, so much negativity now that in any time I can, you know, compliment somebody on their, on their hair, mm. on their smile, mm. something, you know, I really like your eyelashes. Those look cool if they're different. Because... If uh, I remember I was at a uh, breakfast establishment, I'm not going to say the name here. <laughs> and the the cashier, she had done her lashes and they were huge. And yeah. it, they were kind of neat for me as a photographer. I'm like, wow, I want to photograph those. But she was, you could tell she did a lot of work on her makeup that day. Yeah. And I just she said, tried. I love, no, she not only tried, she nailed it. Right. But she was, she just, her lashes were awesome and they were huge. And I said, I really love your lashes. I didn't say your lashes make you look hot or right. wow, those are obnoxious. Or whatever. <laughs> she had the biggest smile on her face though, just because somebody noticed yeah. and that can, maybe she was really nice to the next customer right. after that. Right. But um, yeah, it took me, like I said, I think about 50 years to figure out why I'm here on earth. And uh, I'm not bitter about that because there's 7 billion people out there who will never figure out why they're here. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, uh, led me into kind of like two passions where I photograph mostly women, but fitness and, and bodyscape work, mm -hmm. mostly women. And I show them in a pun intended or not in a light that they will never see themselves. Hmm. They will never see themselves the way their husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner sees them. Like even here, you're, you're their husband might wake up and see the light come in the window and mm -hmm. shoot across their body. Mm -hmm. That's kind of some of the pictures that I do. These women will never see that view of themselves. They'll see themselves in the bathroom with the flat lighting, the really bad lighting and, and criticize themselves. But when I turn that camera around and I show them and they start crying, that's pretty powerful. And it's just to have that kind of quote unquote power by, mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I just press a button. It's just incredible that we can do things for people and make them feel like they're on the top of the world just yeah. from just from pressing a button. It's pretty pretty awesome feeling. What what were you saying you wanted to call this? I you had asked me to send you, you know, what we we're going to talk about and I, I refused did. because I, did. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. So, uh, I, I wanted to call it, it's never too late. Uh, and one of the things, uh, I'll try to get back to that, but if I don't redirect me, um, I've got three hashtags on my Facebook profile. One is be your own biggest fan. If you don't believe in what you're doing in your work, how will you ever convey that to your clients or to your subjects, your models, or just people in general? If you're not your biggest fan, then people might not believe in what you're doing as much as you do. Okay. I'm, I'm a pretty shy guy, but I will post be your own biggest fan. And it's like, I've tried to get myself out in front of people more because what I'll talk about in a couple minutes is no longer about me. Mm. It's about something else that's bigger than me. And it makes it so easy to talk about that publicly. Uh, another, the second hashtag I use is stop justing. When I, if I give a class, if I'm doing a bodyscape class and I say, what kind of photography do you do? Oh, I'm just a landscape photographer. Oh, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. just a scene. And I, I, I interrupt them. I say, okay, do me a favor. 
Stop using the word just. Own it. Yeah. Okay. I think when a lot of us start, we are afraid of people mm-hmm. and we pick up the camera. It's like, oh, what am I going to photograph up? Birds, bees, flowers, trees. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where I started. But eventually I got a couple people in front of my camera and it's like, I, when, when I started, I would photograph anything you'd give me a buck for it, just like yeah. a lot of people. And then I right. realized quickly, I don't want to shoot weddings. Mm. I don't want to, there are a hundred people in the Midwest that are pretty much my friends and they crush it on seniors way mm. better than I would. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to get the, I'm making quotations with my fingers here, industry attention, mm. but I wanted it so I could get it and redirect it to the charity that I started mm-hmm. called So Many Angels. Mm-hmm. And the last hashtag is live your dash. If you've ever seen a, a headstone, a tombstone, it's a cemetery, you've got 1908 to 1966, mm-hmm. that dash in the middle. That dash represents your life. Mm-hmm. So take that dash and, and own it, do what you want with it and make an impact with somebody so they can make an impact on the next person. Essentially, that's what you're doing with so many angels. I really hope so, and I'm actually pretty confident that we really are. Uh, we did a, up until a couple of days ago, we had photographed uh, 25 kids so far, and we partnered up with a local nonprofit here in Atlanta. I reached out to them a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and I said, here's a video of what we do. Can you find me some kids? We'd love to photograph some kids when we're there for a photo conference. They lined up. I told them they could get as many as 50. They lined up 37. We went and took some photos and the feedback from the parents was outstanding. It was just, they were so excited. They were, uh, uh, one mom posted that she, and this was actually a little boy I photographed and he came in in a sharp suit, white shirt, tie, Mm -hmm fake glasses, no, no lenses in them. And his shirt was on button. You could see his little Superman <laughs> logo. And, uh, it was funny because, um, he was, he was Superman. He was jumping around and then we had him take off his, his oh, suit right. and he put on his Superman costume. So we right. got some photos of that. And he, uh, his mom posted on Facebook that, uh, right, right as she was talking to him in, she says, you know what, mom, I got to be Superman today. Hmm. And that's what we want. We want, I want those, those parents to, to show me a picture of a little girl in a princess outfit going to sleep in that princess outfit because she did not want that day to end. Mm-hmm. It was just so, so special to her and we made such an impact. And the awesome thing about all these things was they have not seen the finished picture that we do. What we do is we take the, we take the pictures in front of a, you know, a blah background. It's either white, black, or green screen, maybe. And then we Photoshop them. We have editors that my friends that help me, they do the, I give them the files. I say, come up, do your magic, let them do what they do. Mm-hmm. And they come back with the finished product. We send the families a 16 by 20 canvas, but all this excitement was from the experience. Mm-hmm. They had not even seen their canvases yet. And mm-hmm. it's just like, wait a couple weeks, Oh, what's this? Oh yeah. That thing we did, we actually get a product from this too. <laughs> so it, it's just kind of cool to, uh, you know, be someone that triggers that kind of emotion and that kind of, uh, wow. Tell me a little bit about so many angels. Who, who are these kiddos? 
these kids are, well, actually the term so many angels actually came about when I was talking to Mickey Webster, who edited the first photo I took of Superman, uh, mm. my friend, Ryan's son, Logan. Uh, we photographed him at a conference a couple years ago. And uh, I was on the phone with Mickey and I'm like, I, I just can't believe how this is coming together. It, it's like, there's so many angels helping me. And I was like, holy crap, Mickey, that's is. the name. There and I've is. been waiting and waiting for this name to come to me. And it, I was coming up with blanks. But the funny thing is it's the so many angels is the people who are helping me in right. my mind. But right. if you want to think that all these, I don't care what you think, as long as you think about us, right. it's, it's kind of cool. But, right. um, I was photographing a, uh, a volunteer photograph, a make a wish event a couple of years ago when we lived in Delaware. And the woman who spoke about her experience when she was a child, she was this beautiful six foot tall woman with the big sunglasses. Mm. And she grew up at Miami beach and her wish when she was 14 years old, she was a total beach girl. Her wish when she was 14 years old was to go snow skiing. <laughs> so they got, a, they got them a little cabin on halfway down the mountain in Vermont or something. And they, she said they skied out in the morning, skied in at night. And she said, for that week, I was not sick. And I, I immediately thought of, wow. And I think one of my friends on Facebook had just posted a composite of their kid as a superhero. And something just clicked. I said, you know what? I know people who can edit like that. Mm -hmm. What if what if we could do something like that where we did that? And then that led to, wow, what if, you know, I'm a big, I love printing. I love the products on the wall, get the products on the wall and in the albums. So it was like, what if we could give them a print that would last forever? And we, part of our, you know, slogan, our tagline or, or whatever is we photograph the kids as, you know, maybe, maybe Dorian's not going to grow up to be Batman. But maybe he grows up in 15, 20 years. He remembers the experience he had with us. Mm. Maybe he dresses as Batman and goes back and goes and talks to those kids. Mm. And remember, you know, maybe he does it that way. Or maybe Luke becomes a baseball player like he wanted to be. Mm. Something like that. But it's, 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 we say, we photograph them what they want to be when they grow up. We're really specific to when they grow up. But in some cases, they're not going to grow up. They're not going to make it out of childhood. And what we want is, if that happens, we want them to have that canvas on the wall where forever, like we, we lost our first kid a couple weeks ago. And it hurt. It hurt because I hadn't had that happen before. I do not have kids myself. And these kids are kind of becoming my kids. Yeah. And Andrew, he passed away. And the family had that canvas at his funeral. Mm -hmm. And that, I didn't see the pictures, but I don't know if they took pictures, but it was like when I heard that, it made me feel good inside. It, it crushed me also, but it made me feel good inside because it's like, I know what we're doing matters. And so hopefully what they do is I take that canvas home from after that funeral, it's on the wall and every day they see their son as Iron Man. They're not looking at their cell phone picture of the last picture they took of him when he just really wasn't looking too good. And that's what we want is we want that canvas on the wall forever so they can remember their, their kid as a superhero or the princess they always wanted to mm. be. But at the same time, maybe Andrew sees that picture every day and it triggers something in him to fight where it's, it's, you know, I want to grow up to be Iron Man because sometimes they just can't explain why people heal 
why they get better when they're so sick. But that's what we want. We want to inspire the kids, give them hope. And also maybe their parents are having a bad day and the mm. kids in the hospital and they can look at that and they're like, you know what? He, he's my Superman. He's my prince. She's my princess. You, people can't see you the way I can, obviously, but you, you've, you're very emotional about this. You're very charged about this. Yeah. Um, you really have a heart for these kids. That's extremely evident. Thank you. Thank you. Where does that come from? I don't know. I just feel, I feel so lucky to be, you know, I'm a white male born in America yeah. at this time. Like we <laughs> talked a bit, a little right. bit last night and right. it's like, I've won the lottery three times already. Hmm. It's in, it's funny because I talk with my friends. It's like, Hey, if, did you enter Powerball? It's up to half a billion dollars. <laughs> and if I won, I'd probably be broke, quote unquote, broke within a month because yeah. I give it away because it feels once you start giving, it gets addicting and mm. you feel, I feel so good about the giving that I almost feel guilty sometimes because I see the reactions of the families and the kids, but I know they're still getting more out of it than I am. But it doesn't feel like that. It feels like I'm getting so much. And since I started this about a year and a half ago, good things have been happening to me as byproducts. And it's just the people I meet at conferences, the people like you and yourself and your podcast and what you do and mm. just the message that you send. And it's not all about photography. No. It's, it's one of the quotes I, I wasn't going to try to write stuff down, but I wrote it down because I didn't want to remember. <laughs> Just remember it as yeah. uh, what is the work that you can't not do? Hmm. What what's that passion that gets you going that you wake up and you think about it? Okay, it's mine's not. Would would I like to make five hundred grand a year being a photographer? Absolutely. Sure. Would that be as rewarding as what I'm doing now? I don't think so. Not to me. Hmm. To you, it might be, and that's awesome. God bless you. That's right. I just want people to find out what their passion is, right. and that's where. It's just, it's, it just, I can't say enough and stress enough how good it feels to give. And it's like, I want to, I want to be Santa Claus with, unfortunately, I look a little like Santa sometimes, <laughs> but um, that's not my goal. But, but we, uh, we also, uh, we're starting to give, and as long as there's money there, we'll, we'll give blankets to the kids with our, with our logo on it. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind that is when the kids go back into the hospital for chemo or for whatever, we want them to have a blanket because they, they get cold sometimes. And we want that blanket laying on the bed and we want other families to see that. We want other kids to say and say, wow, that's cool. Cause it looks like a Superman logo or, or a superhero logo. And we want the other kids and families to see that and say, where'd you get that? And they said, well, we had this photo session and yeah. it was awesome. So it's kind of as much as I hate to think about the marketing aspect of photographing kids with cancer, we have to, because if we don't, we won't be around in three years. Mm -hmm. And if we do it right, do it the right way, we will be around in three years and we'll be able to serve so many other families. And when I was first getting this idea together, uh, Dan McClanahan came to Maryland to give a, give a speech, give his presentation. We went out afterwards and I'm telling him about this. He's like, dude, this sounds great. He goes, you got to do it right. And you got to make sure it's, it's good that you're starting from the beginning. And he said, uh, you got to do this right because it's such a good idea. Mm. And if you don't do it right, you'll be the guy we talk about at imaging in three years mm. saying, who was that guy that had that idea about yeah. those kids? Yeah. And that scared the crap out of me. And I wanted to, 
because he goes, I know you want to photograph every kid tomorrow yeah. because you cannot do that. Right. And that reminded me of, you know, the starfish story with the little boy, with the little boy. Yeah. Uh, one day the guys you tell it, you tell it one day that man's walking along the beach and he sees a little figure in the distance throwing things into the ocean and he gets closer and closer and closer. And he says, uh, little boy, what are you doing? He says, well, the tide's going out and the sun's coming up and it's getting really hot and all these starfish are on the beach here and they're, they're going to start to fry and basically die. And he keeps chucking them in the ocean and the guy's like, the older guy's like, no, there's, but there's so many, you're not really making a difference. And he, the boy looked up at him, he picks up another one, throws it in the ocean and he says, made a difference to that one. Yeah. And that is what I want to do. It, it's the kids that we can get to we want to make a difference with them. So Dan was essentially saying, um, this is too important to screw up. Pretty much, pretty much. Right. And it, it scared me. <laughs> it kind of scared me enough like, oh, wait, and people are paying attention. And that's, that's the thing. Right. You never know with whatever you're doing. You never know who's watching. Yeah. And people come up to me and they're like, I, you know, I follow you. And it's like, I got a pretty good memory sometimes like, well, it's funny. You never comment or like anything I post, <laughs> but now it's, it's again, it goes back to that doesn't bother me anymore. Mm -hmm. I might've thought about it before. And there, there are some times when I'll post something that's mm -hmm. like, well, nobody liked that. So I just delete it and then I'll right. post it in a couple of days, right. just trying to, trying to get more attention because if this was for me, I would feel like an attention, uh, let's use the word grabber mm -hmm. instead of an attention, mm -hmm. something, mm -hmm. um, but it's just, it's not about me anymore and it's bigger than me. And I kind of don't care if I get on people's nerves when I talk about it, mm. because there is uh, I was given a, a little presentation in at Iowa last year and I got two slides in and I realized I had the wrong slideshow loaded. Oh, so that was, it was like, okay, let's get through this. Let's go through this. And I'm beating myself inside the beat myself up the whole time. I'm flipping through the slides. Mm. I get done. I fold, fold my laptop down. I want to run to my room and just go to sleep. That's how I, that's, <laughs> if stuff gets too much, I can, I can go to sleep. And yeah, he shut bugs, down. It bugs my wife. It's like, how do you sleep so easily? <laughs> but there, I saw this woman walking towards me and I could see her from 20 yards away and she's crying. Mm. And I was like, thank God somebody got what I was trying to say. And she comes up to me and she goes, uh, my husband died last year. And I've been looking for something. I've been looking for something and waiting for God to tell me, you know, what, this is where you need to go. And she goes, I found it. Oh. And just that one person, if you can just get that one person yeah. in the room, yeah. that's an awesome feeling. It's that's worth it. Yeah. It is right. so worth it. What, what's your vision look like for the next three years, five years, 10 years for so many angels? I am a huge dreamer. Uh, in 10 years, I would like photography to be a division of what so many angels is. Mm. I would like to be almost like make a wish junior. Mm -hmm. Uh, these families, when they, uh, when they, when they're bad, they have a kid battling cancer. They, a lot of times one of the spouses needs to quit their job to take care of the kid full time. Mm. But you know what? If they have more than one kid, they, other kids still have to eat. They still have to go to soccer practice, sure. baseball games, cheerleading Right. school and it's just they get so overwhelmed and and they kind of shut down to focus on uh you know to focus on the kid and rightly so and um it's just i'd like to be able to help families out like that there are other organizations that will help with bills and things like that sure but 
why couldn't we do that too down the line with right. proper sponsorship and, and, you know, partners and things like that. But, uh, one of the, I photographed two kids from one family, uh, Noah and Caleb and, uh, Taylor is their dad, uh, two boys, same family, both had cancer, both are clean, right? right this second and their dad liked my black and white bodyscape photography and he said you know um i i'm in the best shape of my life right now because i have to stay healthy for my for my family mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and um you know kind of feeling good and i go to the gym to get my frustrations out do you think we could do a calendar of cancer dads and i was like yes we can <laughs> if you get the people you line them up right so right. he got all these dads that you know they 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 wanted to show their strength and their vulnerability. So mm -hmm. we had them pose with their shirts off and do, uh, you know, various poses. And so we did a really, if I dare say so, really classy calendar with, mm -hmm. the, with the dad's topless mm -hmm. um, or shirtless, I guess is the term with the guys, not sure. topless. But the, uh, you know, some of the dads in that calendar have, have lost children, mm -hmm. but they still want to do whatever they can to raise the awareness, to get the funding up so other families don't have to go through what they went through. Yeah. And that's where, that's where it's, it's tough. It's, uh, and sometimes somebody will say to the parents, you know, I don't know how you do it. I, I'm not that strong. And, and the parents, I, I have to imagine, they think I have no choice. This is my kid. Would you not do anything for your kid? And that's where I cannot totally relate because I, I don't have kids, but I can see the, the pain in the, in the parents' faces and the, and the exhaustion, because even if they're, even if their child is, you know, clear of disease, there's always that next phone call that it might be back. I there's know. always, yeah. and I asked, I asked Taylor, I said, do you ever really get a good night's sleep again? He says, I don't think so. Cause it's, it's in just, the back of your mind even always, right. always, which was what was so great about, uh, Saturday when we photographed the 37 kids is some of the parents, they, the parents all saw the schedule and they would see their, their child was scheduled at 920, but they saw their friend was scheduled at 1210. And they said, you know what? Johnny's coming in at 1210. Let's hang out for a while. So they just stayed all day and they, their kids played with other kids. And that's what I kind of try to do is when I'm doing a photo session by myself with the parent and the kid, I will look over at the mom or the dad or mom and dad and I'll watch them just watch their kid being a kid mm -hmm. instead of sick Becky or right. sick Susie. And, right. and it's just like watching them and watching them get emotional. And it's like, this is where God put me. This is where I belong right this second, right this, right this minute. This is where I belong. And this is why I'm here. Mm. And that feeling that you are right where you belong in this point in time is, is incredible. And I really just wish I could help other people find that. And if I can, that's, that's even better because more people benefit from that. So when you say it's, it's not too late, do you feel as though everything very clearly looking back now in your life has led you to this point? Every, purposefully? every single thing, right. even if I, you know, <laughs> might have a regret of like, Oh, why didn't I do this? Why sure. didn't I do that? Yeah. Because it, it's, again, it's pointless. What good is it going to do to, right. you know, was I lazy in school? Yes, because unfortunately or unfortunately, things came easy for me. Right. I didn't have to study. I didn't take books home because mm. at the time, passing was good enough. B's and C's were good enough. Right. But then, you know, if I apply myself a little bit, A's 
could be had, but you know what? I'm going to play football. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do this and that. And it's, you know, it's fun to look back sometimes at how I got where I am. But there are times when uh, I'm thinking at the same time, we've only been, we've been doing this for a year and a half. We've come so far. But then at the exact same time, I'm still thinking we haven't done a darn thing yet mm. because there are so many people out there to serve. And when they, uh, when the Rally Foundation found us these kids for Saturday, I was like, holy crap, they got us almost 50 kids. Yeah. Same time I'm thinking, holy crap, there's 50 kids out there and 50 families that are affected by this. I, there's, there's thousands of more. Right. But there are, it, it's like almost like they are too easy to set up these sessions sometimes because there are so many kids to choose from and, and that want to do this, that it's, that kind of makes me sad, but it also, unfortunately the demand is very high. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I've had friends ask me, you know, how do I start a charity? How do mm -hmm. I do what you're doing? And my first question is, why do you want to start a charity? Right. Why? And yeah. my why is because I wanted to go you asked about three, five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. I want in three years us to be in different locations mm -hmm. other than Pittsburgh where I'm, where I'm based. Mm -hmm. And to do that, I've got to get a repeatable, almost like a franchise type bet, system yeah, in a sense in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then, but my, my going back to, you know, how do I do this? My question is you just do it. Right. Okay. You don't need a charity. What I wanted, I wanted the canvas is donated. Right. I want sponsors. I want partners. Right. People want to get involved, but until you tell them specifically what you need them to do, they'll sit on the sidelines. Right. I can ask for donations all day long. And sometimes right. I do when we're doing a little right. fundraiser, right. but people don't donate and, and that's okay because when you're ready, you'll do it. Sure. And it's, it's, but when I get sent the links, I love dogs not a big fan of cats, but when I get the, you know, donate request for the donations, it's like, I still give to causes that I like, Sure, not just my, not just my charity, right. but when, uh, you know, I do a fundraiser for a football helmet, we have a little bit of money in the bank that we could purchase this Reds, Washington Redskins football helmet for Isaiah, but I want other people to feel like they won't, they are involved because mm. they are. So, within like an hour, we had enough money to buy this authentic rep, authentic replica, this <laughs> replica helmet for this kid who's doing a photo shoot and we get to leave it with him. Yeah. We get to buy a baseball Jersey and we, we get to leave it with the kid. Right. We, you know, things like that. We don't always buy the, buy the costumes or the props or anything, but when we can, I want to go back into Santa Claus modes. I sure. Why not? give him that reminder. Yeah. If you can do it, do it. And that, that's the thing. It's like, that's where, that's why I wanted and needed to be officially recognized by the IRS, which we have that 501 C three designation, mm -hmm. which allows the donations to be taxed. Yeah. That's a big deal. It is to get that. It, that it's a, a degree of legitimacy also. Sure. It's like, wow, they actually have put some, right. Uh, well, you can't just, you this. can't just get that and you can't just like sign a form <laughs> and have that. There's a process and it, and it can be difficult. If I would have known how much it's, cost to start a nonprofit when it's, I started, I, I, know, might, I might that, not have done it. Then there's that piece. Yeah. But yeah. it was like a little incremental steps and I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm kind of on this road now. I have to do it. And I don't regret it a, a second, but, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, when we got that letter, I was pretty emotional when I got that letter from the IRS. Cause I thought it was, you know, you didn't fill out this form, right. Or what, of course, like, yeah. here is your designation. And it's like, nice. wow. So then you can get on all the, you know, donation websites or whatever, but right. actually right this second, Facebook does not take any administrative fees. So 
if you donate through our Facebook link and you donate, say, $25, and their billing cycles are like twice a month, so it ends like January 30th. Yeah. February 14th or so, we'll get that deposit as twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. it's not twenty three seventy five. Right. Like they're when not, you do your photography, not taking stuff, anything. Yeah, from it. we're yeah. not we're not building that that cost into our into mm-hmm. our price list and mm-hmm. things like that. And mm-hmm. debating in photography forums if you know, do you charge the the credit card processing fee and right. get yelled at for that? And, and well, speaking of all that, where where can people find all of this stuff? Uh, so many angels okay. is our website, and yeah. uh, currently that has our video of. Uh, basically how the photo sessions go and it shows a uh, special presentation of the canvases being presented at the end of the rock that conference. We Mm -hmm. actually photographed nine kids the day before the conference started on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I had all the editors get the files back to me before midnight that day. We sent the files to the lab. They sent the canvases the next day. We had them Friday and at the closing party, we were able to present the canvases to the families. So Wonderful. it's really cool to watch the reactions of the kids and yeah. the parents. And, um, but I never get to see that because we usually ship the canvases to the families mm-hmm. and I'll ask them to send me a cell phone video. But you know, when you open the canvas, you've got to unwrap it and you're peeking and <laughs> it's not the shock of us just a reveal v- revealing right. Yeah. right in front of your face in yeah. front of a hundred people at a yeah. conference. Like, Whoa. Yeah. And, and those reactions were really cool. Uh, but so many angels.org, uh, on, on Facebook, Facebook, yeah. so many angels. Um, if you find Matt Myers, it's M E I E R S. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be all over the Instagrams, <laughs> but, uh, that's cause it, it's at this point, it's still me, but I think we're, we're about to, you know, get some other people working on that stuff because I want to do, uh, I want to, us in the best position that we can photograph and sure. serve as many sure. families and kids as we can. I think what you're doing is amazing. Thank you. And thank you for giving me some time today. Thank you for giving me time. And, and keep it up. Keep going. You know, three it. years, five years, 10 years. I want you to still be around. Yeah. I want to be around it. It's, it's <laughs> now it's funny. You have, you get a purpose and it's like, okay, I want to live forever now and yeah. I want to yeah. go as long as I can. Um, and I, don't usually like saying this because I don't want to jinx anything, but it's like if something happened to me tomorrow, mm. I think I'd be okay because I know that I've impacted, you know, just one pa- family, one, one, one kid. But that means something to me now. Mm. It's like there is a purpose. And even though it took me what I think might be a long time, it's, it's again, I found it. And I think everybody can if they really try. Well done. Thank you. Keep it up.